We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Davis Manick, joined by Nate Noling and Sammy Reed as we are here to do the uh, the weekly roundup, we we call it the Gillcast, and um, I think this is people's favorite permutation of the show when Nate wins and Sammy and I do not win. Uh, Nate Nate didn't even play a good lineup, but in the end, all that matters is the points that uh, that are on the board. So Nate, does I'm, Nate I'm happy for you? Does Nate ever play a good lineup? Like Nate, yes. you just play some. Yes, no. Nate this morning posted the correct lineup he had it he, he was ready to go he and and he just there I don't was know a zero percent chance i was playing that lineup you you I had knew. you had the right I had team to get fancy yeah I had you were fancy and i did and unfortunately davis you you got the blade from matt collins i mean you thought he was literally the worst value wide receiver in history well he can't have been worse than that uh do you remember that that washington football team wide receiver i want to say this is like five years ago but it was multiple slates where i played this guy they just had everyone out who was dead that's that's really that's really what the matt collins thing was um to me but let's let's do the whole the the issue is you just you have your head in a spreadsheet all week these days and you're just working on projections and you're looking at routes (laughs) And you're just looking at targets, and you're like, "This guy's a, this guy is legit. He just he just runs routes without targets." And sometimes Davis, it's it's more of a feel good. And I just had a feeling this morning. I woke up and I said, "No Hunter Renfro. It's time to jam him in." Mac Collins is the play. Uh, Nate, 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 you are you are such an incredible alpha. This is this is Nate, the best. Nate played. Matt Collins, who was the free, like, if you played this guy, it didn't matter who else you played. And he was in serious doubt of not cashing by the end because the cash line in the big $50 double up was 120 points. Nate scored 122.86 with the free points from one Mr. Matt Collins. I mean, really some incredible stuff to come and beat your chest on the show. But Nate, 
wins the three-man 122.86 points. Sammy, uh, you played the, the same team that I did, but you had the non-swapped version in our yeah. three-man. You know, I, I, I knew I, I knew playing the same team as you was just going to be awful. I knew it. It was looking in double-ups. There was, so there was our team. Then there was a 3v3, which was Hertz, Herb Smith, and Panthers defense. Uh, that outscored our lineup by a lot because the Panthers got uh, 16 and Juwan Johnson got zero. So that lineup scored a lot. Then there was another popular team was our team, but with Mac Hollins and Cooks. Is that is that right? Which obviously was more points as well. So we got the we we played the worst, most popular team, which is basically the the worst spot to be in, which is you play a team that is massively duped and you play the worst massively duped team. That's uh that's pretty much a recipe on how to lose that's money, Sammy. Not great. Yeah, not, not great. Not profitable. Although not profitable. I, I would say uh, this is uh this is more a question for Sammy than Nate. So last weekend we just knew we lost, right? We were we were fucking dead. We we swapped onto a quarterback who maybe uh ended his career about four minutes after we swapped onto him. This week we are we are bouncing back and forth, right? Every catch, right? Leonard Fournette gets an eight yard run and then we go back down, but then Brady takes a sack and we go back up. I mean I I I, I am extremely tilted, but I got way more money back this week than I did last week. I think last week, what did I say? I won eight head-to-heads. I got like 70% back this week, but uh, it's it's what they would call a Pyrrhic victory. It, it was not worth it. Yeah, I would rather lose it all. I would rather lose all my money than go through what I went through today, which was hoping that Tom Brady, who should be playing shuffleboard at this point rather than football, uh, doesn't it makes the two point conversion. And like Tom Brady is just like checked out as all get out. He did not give a fuck, dude. (laughs) They don't give a rat's ass. It's a completely unserious team. They're just like throwing these five yard check downs. Everybody's fumbling. It's a complete zoo. They get a touchdown at the end and it's like, Oh snap, we're drawing live again. We could get to overtime. Cause, cause we have dubs and we have AJ Dillon. And of course, Tom Brady and the pack and, and the Packers defense, right? Live for more sacks and turnovers. Oh, we're, or yeah, we're just we're just gonna slay it. And instead, Tom Brady takes this like delay of game, like he wasn't even expecting to have to go for two. And then, you know, and then they don't get it. And then the slate's over and we lose our money. Like this sucks ass, bro. Like I mean, it was it and and obviously an incredibly low scoring slate, like 180 points won the big red zone, right? Yeah. Um, the, the cash line being at 120, I would, I would guess if you offered me like 120 as the lowest cashing line in the $50 double up all season, I- I'd probably take that at like plus 110. That's, I mean, 120 yeah, is as low as it gets. This uh, was brutal. I mean, when, that, when at 80, what, what was David Montgomery? David Montgomery was 75 to 80%. He got 1.1 digs was 65%. He got 14 St. Brown was 61%. He got 13. Um, and really the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks were the only players who scored points that were, that were chalky. So it is what it is. Okay. Uh, we all played Josh Allen. And I, I actually think that's sort of interesting to think about. Like, so we all played Josh Allen instead of Jalen Hurts. It ended up not being material at all. They both scored 30.7 points, which is a little bizarre, 
Uh, but Sammy, what was your thought process? Because we both capitulated late too. We had hurts all yeah. week, and then we both capitulated to Josh Dude, Allen I, late. What was I your capitulated about about three minutes and twelve seconds before lock? And you know the deciding factor. Obviously, there's like a six hundred dollar difference between them, and certainly Jalen Hurts is like playing out of his mind right now. Not not just in the running game, but the guy is like a legitimate passer. They have legitimate weapons. I mean, that team. They, they have a sick offensive line. I mean, that team is a straight-up juggernaut. Yeah. And the the thing that got me to just go, you know, we got to go Josh Allen here. Obviously, they were both in, like, pace-up games and spots where there should be a lot of scoring, but there's just way less scavenge potential with the Bills, right? There's, there's, there's no backup there's, running there's backs. There's no Boston Scott. No Boston Scott, no Kenneth Gainwell, who are going to scavenge touchdowns. Uh and Jalen Hurts certainly has that in play. I think we saw it in week one where they had four rushing touchdowns from four different guys. But Josh Allen is literally just going to account for 90% of his team's touchdowns. Like, that's how it's going to be. And so, at the end of the day, I just felt a lot more comfortable in that, that, that he had less avenues to run bad. And, dude, the Bills lost. The Bills yeah. did not win the game. And uh, Allen should have still gotten, threw- well, he should have gotten another touchdown there in the end. I mean, he got tackled on the one. I mean, what yeah. Josh Allen just runs that in like 80% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So the thesis of the play was also, I mean, just we thought Buffalo was going to be struggling at defensively because they had so many injuries and that Allen would have to do it and he would have to do it alone. Oh, Nate, Nate, are you, uh, do you have some, some defensive player takes? Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde out. I mean, their their five starting defensive backs had three career starts amongst them. Yeah, it, I I like felt good about the Allen over Hurts thing. I was, I was like, this is a this is a play that I think I have significant. It, 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 in the end, like Allen is better, and the difference in projection between what 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 was Juwan Johnson and Irv Smith Jr. and the Jaguars defense and the Panthers defense were nothing. It was it was fractions of a point. So I was like, I'll just play Josh Allen, who I know is never never getting less than 20, right? Like li- yeah. never in a million years in this spot is he getting less than 20. You could see a world where Jalen Hurts gets less than 20, like, you know, defensive touchdown, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, like you can yeah, see the other the other worry is that and and it kind of happened a little bit is that they just boat race Washington and just use their ca- cavalcade. Yeah. yeah, their cavalcade of backup running backs to to milk the clock. Like, why are we gonna put these guys at risk? Whereas Josh Allen, they, they don't milk up, they don't milk the clock. You know what I mean? Josh Allen had 63 pass attempts and eight had, rush he attempts. He had 71 dropbacks. I mean, just just incredible. Like he actually ran bad to only get 30. We we yeah. ran bad. He did. Yeah. Um, all right, so we all played a four wide receiver build too. None of us played Josh Jacobs. Now, I do think this is like one of the interesting things of the slate, which is that Josh Jacobs was looking like the absolute pure stone chalk until he doesn't travel with the team. It ended up not mattering at all, right? His his role did not really change in that game. Um, the Raiders ran a bunch of plays. He was on there. Um, I I don't have I don't have snap counts, but I know that. Uh, like Bolden and Abdullah were not playing big roles in this game. Let's see how many touches did he end up getting? 13 carries, 66 yards, six targets. I mean, we, we probably just take the, like, we probably just take that, right? If we, yeah. if, if we I mean, know sure. that's his workload. Yeah. I mean, if, if that were... report never came out that he was sick at all, this was the workload that we were hoping for. I mean, he was the, 
it was him and Bolden were the only two running backs that got any work. Yeah. And for him to get six targets, five receptions, that's like way more than, than you would. I think that was more targets. I think that was more targets than Juju got in the end. (laughs) (laughs) No, Juju, Juju ended up having, Juju got there at the end, but that was, that was basically our choice. Like, do we play Juju or do we play Josh Jacobs? And, you know, it was like, well, A, Jacobs is sick. And then B, you know, we, we like Juju and we hate Jacobs. So, man, I, I, I will say, before lock i felt totally comfortable with that decision like i did i was like if jacobs gives me the blade whatever but like i will never play juju in cash again because he wasn't even out there and i wonder if something's gonna come out he i i was watching that game like it was the national tv game i had it on i don't think he played in the first quarter i think he he sky Moore muffed a punt and then was out there on third down on the first drive ahead of him I I never understood how you guys felt so sure of Juju all year. Like you guys are so sure that Juju is locked into this role. And I, I don't know why you were. And that's why I thought on week three, when you guys were like, Juju's the guy, I get that cooks had his issues, but like Juju being the guy for you guys was felt like you guys had a season take lock. Like, and- I mean, in the, in the end, he led the Chiefs in targets. Like in the end, well, it was like the last two drives. He got six. He had like well, five. Well, buddy, all the, the points, all the points count the same. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I I didn't understand the juju thing before lock. I didn't understand the juju thing at lock or at the end of the game. I, I mean, if you're, it, it, we haven't really seen anything to dispute the prior that he is their number one wide receiver until today. Like the Chargers game was just, like, I guess honestly, one of my biggest prior adjustments is either all the Chiefs wide receivers are bad and the team is going to struggle or that was the worst coach game of Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy's career. Like, one of those two things almost has to be true. I mean, week two, he had, like, a total of, like, five expected points. Like, I... That's going to that's gonna happen to them against good teams, though. They're not going to they're not gonna run the, the happy, fun Chiefs offense against good teams. But the answer, like, the, the adjustment to the prior would be that maybe the Chiefs are just not that good and and they're only going to be able to beat up on like really bad teams and the, the Colts are I guess not a really bad team I mean the Colts are bad and the Chiefs yeah. I, the Chiefs them. the Chiefs might just be bad man I mean that that shit from them today the fake field goal and I mean it was horrible dude that was like if it wasn't Andy Reid you'd be like this guy's got like you'd be as mad at him as you were at like Josh McDaniels yeah, classic uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire game, by the way. Seven carries, zero yards, one touchdown. One touchdown. <laughs> classic Clyde Edwards Hilaire game. Uh, Fournette, I mean, like, I, like, like, I'm not, I don't know who they play next week. I don't care what his projection is. I don't think I can do this again, man. I it's just, it's be bad. So I, they, I got a, I, I got a well, DM. Here's, Oh, Hold God. on, I, I got a DM this morning from, uh, from, from somebody who listens to Go Cast, and he says, Hey, good morning. I know Sundays are busy, but I wanted to ask pre-lock. Am I a huge fish for just straight up not wanting to play Leonard Fournette in cash? Point one, total is terrible. Game total. Point two, the line is bad. Game I, three. I got the same. I got the same DM, and I just said I'm playing him, <laughs> but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> it's it's more of a science, bro. You got to look at the projections. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we we should have gotten that guy on this. Podcast. I'm giving I'm I'm giving the the Buccaneers and the projections next week. I'm giving them 3.2 yards per play. That's a <laughs> they can work on it from there. Uh, did you that guys, team did, is? 
is okay. Best. So I I didn't really consider Jacobs much after same uh, after the news, but I did consider Mixon. Did any of you guys consider Mixon as your three? Because I had a build that I was looking at with Fournette Montgomery. No, because and those teams didn't to. have those teams didn't have Amon Ross St. Brown, and there was no way I was not playing Amon Ross St. Brown. So yeah. you didn't. Sammy, did you consider Mixon at all? I was close to no. pulling trigger on the Mixon team. No. This is that would have been just as dipshit as what you did last week, where you fade who what lock I know. you fade last week to play McCaffrey. I don't remember. Mixon. No, you played you played no I, you, I faded Mixon last week. No, last last week you played McCaffrey to play Richie J. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Nate. Maybe maybe I just have a thing for these. Maybe you just hate favorite. no. Maybe the thing is you just hate Amon Ross St. Brown. Like something about it, you just hate him, and you can't you can't get him in your lineups. Like you like you just you don't want to play I him. I do last struggle. Week. Like I'll be totally honest. As a player, I do struggle with these guys who ascend like that. Like I, I that doesn't I always, that doesn't fit the model, bro. I always am going to struggle updating their. No, but I I sent you I sent thing. you the the thing this morning that since two thousand and ten amongst all wide receivers in their first career 19 games he's top 10 in total fantasy points like better than Allen robinson and dj moore and like all these guys who are really good super young he like he is elite nate is a is i'm on st brown brandon Brandon cooks has like a 60s i'm not even gonna entertain i am not gonna entertain this brandon cook shit you gotta (laughs) learn dude you gotta learn yeah, I learned I learned last week and Nate, like I, you just woke up this morning and put on a condom and then put on another one over it and then put on another one over it and clicked Brandon Cooks and locked him in. The That's thing is, you- is I don't even think I don't even think the holistic choice that he made to not play Juju and to not and to play Matt Collins, like whatever. I like to to say that Matt Collins was that much worse of a play than Romeo Dobbs, like I think he is, but obviously it's like total degrees right it's like it's like you're talking about 0.7 of a point here or there but you just know you have seen this movie with Brandon cooks so many times like how many times have we done this show and you're like yeah you know i played Brandon cooks he's got a 90 million whopper but well he did get he did get 4.6 points in the end but it's all right we move on to next week dude he had a 33 percent target share week one and a 27 percent target share week two he's like 5600 dollars, and i'm like I, I can't not play this guy. And you fish are playing Juju Smith Schuster, who might see less than a might see single digit target share. You gotta you adjust know, for offensive environment, dude. Juju in the dome. They were playing outside. The weather was horrible in Chicago. It was super windy. Not it was not a Brandon Cook spot. What was he what was he owned in cash? Like eight percent? No. Yeah, there's no way he could have been owned in cash. Let's see what he was in the twenty five dollar double up. I want to. Um, I want to know what Mac Hollins was owned. Super chalky because he Mac was Collins in. Mac is thirty one percent owned. He was in. He was in the ETR optimal, and I know Levitan is going to listen to this and be like, "You fucking stupid fish! Just play Mac Hollins because he played Mac Hollins." My God, well, maybe it's something about being good and playing Mac Hollins. Um, uh, Mac Hollins was the sixth most owned total player in Brandon. The- okay, Brandon Cooks was seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it again. No, I would do it again. no, you would not. I would do it again. Nate, Nate, Nate ain't taking the L, baby. No L's from Nate today. Nate, these uh-uh. are the players. These are the players who were better, who you could have played instead. 
Same same price. Tyler Lockett, 16 points. Drake London, same price, 14 points. Juju, 13. Garrett Wilson, 12. Tyler Boyd, 52. Devonta Smith, 33. Curtis Samuel, who I know you liked, 31. I mean, what are you what are you doing, man? Brandon Cooks? Whopper, it's bro. It's enough already. 2022. Whopper. It's enough. Whopper, bro. Big, big takeaway for me is no more Fournette. No, no, no more. Evans and Godwin got to get back before I'm playing Fournette again. We we should just not play any Bucks ever. I think that's like three games into the season. We could just look we at the should, Bucks. We and should be have like, learned our we should have learned our lesson by now. Yeah. We should have. This this, yeah. this team is is not about it. This team is completely unserious. Let's stay away. Uh David Montgomery would have been a really good play if he didn't get injured in the first quarter. Would have been fine. And actually probably would have made the day more tilting because he probably would have gotten like 20 points and he would have been super owned in tournaments and would have been harder to min cash without him for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was tilting, but I don't, I mean, I would play Montgomery again. Nothing. I wouldn't change any of that. And Diggs and Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, Diggs was underpriced by a thousand. Amon Ross St. Brown probably underpriced by like 600. It just, it is sometimes you don't get there. Yeah. You guys Did- didn't play Irv. And no. not not because not because I thought Mr. Juan Double Zeros Johnson was a good play, but it was because I thought my the the thing that ended up impacting my lineup decisions the the greatest amount was that I thought Romeo Dobbs was the best points per dollar play of the entire slate, and that impacted what I did at quarterback, defense, tight end. I I also did. I liked I liked Irv like a decent amount more than Juan Same. Johnson. Um. But you guys, this is actually two consecutive weeks for me that I've taken a stone cold ass zero at tight end. Albert zero and now Joan Johnson. Two weeks in a row, zeros at tight end in cash. Remember when I used to just bink twenty six hundred dollar tight ends? Like yeah, remember, nobody's... remember Ross Dwelly. Remember, oh uh, god, Jeff yeah. Swaim. You know, oh yeah, God, those were the good times back when yeah. I was good at DFS. Remember, I mean... e- remember Ian Thomas. Oh, so good. But I, I, I agreed. I was big on Dobbs this week. I had him in most of my tournament lineups too. He, I, I he just should thought, have been required to win this week. Yeah. I mean, Dobbs was was a really good play because A, he's, you know, a really talented guy. But then B, you know, they were talking about how the coaching staff was literally talking about the, how they had to elevate his role. And you know? he was the only starting wide receiver who got a practice in this week. Lazard didn't practice because he was sick. And Cobb didn't practice because he was sick. They weren't. They were not at the facility all week. So it was just Dobbs. He's the only one, and you could see it because what happened? The oh, the scripted opening drive. He got three targets. Like that doesn't happen if he's not the only wide receiver there all week. So, I mean, he just he was the best play, and I'm so livid that the people who played Mac Collins over him got there. I just okay. Let's do the Mac Collins thing now. Mac Collins has been in the NFL since. Fucking Barack Obama was the president. He got drafted when Barack Obama was the president. That's how long. He's never had more than five receptions. He only got more than five receptions twice. He's never had more than 7,200 yards, and he's got five career touchdowns. This guy has been on – he's like the Josh Johnson of wide receivers. He's been on like a million teams. He's a nice guy. I've met him because he was on the the Dolphins when Laird was on the Dolphins. Oh. I mean – Are you guys Eskimo brothers or anything? I don't I don't think so. We need okay. to we need to dig a little bit deeper into it. Okay. And I'm not I obviously the idea that he is 
the worst wide receiver value play of all time is not true. I was being <laughs> hyperbolic in a truly Davis-matic way. But Romeo Dobbs was the fucking number one wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's just, it's, this is a career special teamer, dude. And we're playing Davis. him over Romeo Dobbs. Davis, you gotta, you gotta get your mind in the right. We're playing DFS. We're it's not also, playing it's Dynasty. Also, it's we're also not, not even Dynasty. true. You don't need to give me these season-long takes that you have. Because you're right. Romeo Dobbs will be a better career player. And over the long run, yeah, he's who I would invest in. But in this specific week, Matt Collins was the play. I mean, he just he was he was the best of all the value. If I told you that Romeo Dobbs led the Packers in targets, you would have immediately swapped off of Matt Collins for Romeo Dobbs. Immediately. I mean, you, Aaron Rodgers might be as washed as Tom Brady and the rest. Like, I, it was. I, I mean, that, you're you're not you're not wrong. You're, yeah, you're I don't actually, know if I'm really that excited about getting the the most targeted. I mean, he got Rogers he got career he got eight he got eight targets. Like he, yeah. I mean, normally when you get eight for seventy three and a touchdown from your value wide receiver, you are absolutely windmilling. Like Sammy, we should be doing dunks on the haters right now. I know, I know. But we we got outdunked on people by that Mac played Mac Hollins, people. but Mac Hollins had 10 targets. He had as many as Devontae Adams, who I had everywhere Damn. in GPP. Damn. Yeah, eight receptions, 158 yards, and a touchdown. Mac Hollins windmill dunked on our faces. And Honestly, he, and he was 33. He was 33 versus 38. I actually thought the salary cap this so week what, made so it tight enough use, that the $500. So you use that. You use that to get to play, over uh, to, to play Juwan Brandon Cooks Johnson. over Juju. <laughs> Jesus H Christ! That's so name. what? So what? 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 I think what Levitan did then, and what other good players would have done was play Mac Collins, Herb Smith, and Juju. Yeah, probably. Which I mean, is I, I which wasn't... is like that's that's like one thirty-five, I think. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a, that's all. It's way, way over the cash. Okay, line. this you guys, this Brandon Cooks thing, he. He is not a bad play. Like I, he didn't get there this week, but like I will take Brandon Cooks over Juju in this spot. Like I just will. Okay, well you're wrong. Like take it, you're wrong. I mean, one of them was take playing... the guy with a thirty percent target share versus the guy who might see a single digit target share, like because he already did in fifty percent of the games this season. Yeah, but 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 you're also taking Davis Mills's number one as opposed to. Patrick Mahomes Smith-Schuster, who is yeah. once the number one dynasty player in all of fantasy football, Facts. and now is Patrick Mahomes' new team, and he's playing in the Dome against a team that's missing Darius Leonard. I mean, come on. He was one catch away from hitting the bonus. Like, Juju's Juju's a smash, bro. He actually, if if whatever that... Chicago defensively is, might be one of the softest matchups you can have. Like, I'm not going to... Oh, the win. 15-mile-an-hour wins. But the, not isn't the Bears defense good? No, the Bears defense is not good. No, the Bears no, have a, like they, the Bears defense they, is bottom three in the NFL. Did they win today? They did win somehow. It was embarrassing. <laughs> imagine <laughs> like the two the two and one Bears. Imagine they literally imagine. like like kneeled it with Justin Fields so that they could hit, kick a field goal to win it. It was like I hate, I hate the Bears. I hate the Bears. Justin Fields, eight for seventeen, one hundred six yards, two interceptions. At least Cole he's, Komet. He's at officially least, not the guy. He's at least not Cole Komet got on the board. Cole Komet got on the board. Two for forty. Yeah. Did Cole you guys Komet actually? Did, did you guys see Khalil Herbert's final line? 
Yeah. It, uh, it was nuts. More yards than Montgomery's ever had in the game. 20 carries, 157 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions, two targets, 12 yards. And he looked good, too. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like I feel like David Montgomery, if he plays, gets twenty rushes for eighty-four yards and a touchdown. But but he'll score. Yeah, he would have scored. Sure. sure. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, what can you do? It just it's it's stunk, and the Chiefs lose, which obviously just like is annoying, and I got like such good ownerships too on all the Chiefs players because like that was my main uh, that was uh that was the what I did in tournaments, and it was just like and that game was unwatchable the whole thing it was like every three minutes there was like a penalty or a timeout or a stoppage like it was horrible to watch most of today was unwatchable the only game that was decent was the bills miami game i mean literally every other game i mean even that really wasn't that good like you had to deal with the fact that Tua was like dying on the field yeah that was brutal i can't believe they brought him back yeah um, uh, yeah, this is not a good day of football. Oh, let's let's talk about the swap. Uh, let's talk about the swap that we did real quick, Sammy. Yeah, yeah. You you want to talk about the swap? I know. So I know felt felt like we had a pretty good idea that we were behind without Mac Hollins's uh, ninety seven points. So swap to AJ Dillon from Fournette and the Packers defense from the Jaguars defense, which I thought the field should have been doing anyways. Like, what are you doing starting a defense over uh, against Justin Herbert? But turns out, who gives a shit? Justin Herbert stinks. The Jaguars got nine points anyway. <laughs> yeah, and they ran super bad to not get a touchdown. Like, uh, yes. Devin, Devin Lloyd, their linebacker, got a gift uh, interception. And just, like, and he stumbled. Kind of, yeah, he yeah. kind of tripped, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have him in an IDP league. It was tilting. Ugh, what can yeah. you what can you do so very, i mean and tough. dylan was sub one percent owned the packers defense was sub one percent owned i thought it was and they obviously they correlate um the packers just stunk that whole game just stunk it was a good swap yeah it was it, it was a, it was a good swap um but you know at the end of the day it's like when you have to swap it's always a bad time and you're taking the worst of it so you know you do what you can i actually went through my head-to-heads and only swapped on the games where I was behind because I was ahead a- a- after the morning games on a number of head to heads. And so instead of just well, like, yeah, glo- no, no reason to swap against anyone who didn't have Hollands. Yeah. So like instead of global slot swapping, I-, I just did that. So it ended up being a little better for me than, than it otherwise would have. I did not have the patience for that. So I didn't. <laughs> uh- <laughs> yeah, you got, you got $800, one, $800, one head to heads. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not it's uh they don't they don't pay me enough, bro. Nate, they don't pay me Nate, enough. Nate, let me ask you. So so you played Mac Hollins, you windmill dunked on Davis, who is just deriding you all morning for playing Mac Hollins. He has, you know, eight for one fifty eight and a touchdown. You get to go on the podcast and dunk. What what kind of meat are you eating tonight in celebration of this? Well, I'm gonna have to bust out a ribeye. I mean it it tonight is a night <laughs> we're celebrating. I, I legit I sweated the last half hour of that stupid Green Bay game just because I said if Davis gets this touchdown, the second touchdown. I mean, you, down, you like you like if it would have ruined if, this so because if you played Brandon Cooks, it, I would have been so tilted. If if the Packers don't give that up at the end and Dobbs gets the bonus, Sammy and I are coming on and just throwing alley oops to each other. Like it would have, and I actually think it could have had the potential to have been one of our best shows of all time had we. Had you sucked out on us, and then we sucked out again. Oh, like it would. I, I. Oh, 
Didn't didn't Rodgers have Dubs wide open on one of these? Wide, I mean, wide open on third and ten, and he just he heard footsteps, so he just went down. But he, you know, they just run the little rub route where he goes underneath Lazard, and he just he had a linebacker on him, and he's wide open. I I love that you call him Lazard. I know. It's it, guys. This this Green Bay team is like they're terrible. They're yes. terrible. It is not exciting to have Aaron Rodgers targets right now. It is not no, exciting it, to have. Is anybody would, aging? Is anybody aging worse than Aaron Rodgers? Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady is aging. Worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Tom Brady's forty five. Tom Brady ever really like without Chris Godwin, without Mike Evans, like. That was the whole thesis behind That was the whole Brady. thesis. So, yes. like, th- Brady is doing exactly what I would expect Brady to be doing. Like, where Rogers' thesis was, like, he's the best QB of all time, all of these crazy things. He's He made Devontae Devontae. But, no, like, Rogers is being revealed. To me, Brady, like, what did we expect from Brady? That's the only reason we played Brady. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, think, I don't think you're wrong at all. Yeah. Just, just yeah. two different stories, you know what I mean? Like, Tom Brady goes to bed at 6.35 p.m. every night. And, you know, has a kombucha IV or whatever. And Aaron Rodgers is out like doing ayahuasca like late night on Saturday and getting ready for the game. Two different paths, but they both suck now. Yeah. 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 That's bad. Okay. Uh, Let's, let's run through our tournament teams here real quick. Uh, None of us played Lamar, Mark Andrews with Matt Collins. So we, uh, we didn't win, but not rich. My my thesis this week was that Mahomes was playing in a dome and it wasn't looking like he was going to be all that popular, which was true. It just ended up not mattering. He got 18 points. Um, Jonathan Taylor was 3% owned. I mean, wow. you know, it's like we knew that Amon Ross St. Brown and Jefferson and Diggs and all these guys were going to be all that owned. Came out exactly how I thought. Didn't matter. He gets 12 points. Ramondre ended up being the best play that I made of the week. He was 4% owned. He got 20. I played him on all my tournament teams, but again, uh, it did not matter because I generally played bad. I did. Uh, I am so enamored by Monroe St. Brown. Like, I don't even care if he's 25% owned. I still played him on all my teams. He obviously sucked. Uh, Juju got was 11%. MVS did get – he almost – he. I think he's when you're doing a double stack with Mahomes, I think he's the right guy to do it. Cause if Mahomes does ever throw a deep touchdown again, which remains to be seen if that'll happen for the rest of his career. But if he does, it'll probably happen MVS. And then of course I fell victim to the Kyle Pitts, Martin Gale money pit, 11% owned four for 82 in the first half. Uh, and then he ends with five for 87, just classic. <sighs> so close. Mm. So close to, to Kyle Pitts season week. Yeah. I, uh, I had the Allen double stack, but I got contrarian with it with Singletary and Gabe Davis. I thought that was the way to – if you were going to play I, I thought game, Gabe Davis was the right way to play it too. Yep. I felt good about it, especially when Singletary scored a TD um, and got like eight receptions or something. Oh, dude, he smashed. Nine receptions from Josh Allen. I was yeah, feeling he, like really he good crushed. about it. But my bring back was uh, uh, Raheem Mostert, who uh, didn't do anything. And then I had uh, Justin Jefferson – didn't do anything. Tyler Lockett, Dallas Goddard, and Jack. I I so. made I made a lot of that Mostert play too. I thought it was yeah. so fucking sharp. I was like, I'm getting leverage on Tyreek and Waddle, and he was the lead runner last week, bro. I mean, I felt good about like the stat. It was just the pieces. Like when you when you go in on Justin Jefferson as your like high leverage wide receiver, and he puts up single digits, you're screwed. 
Oh, another reason I meant to say another reason why uh, Nate is dumb is he could have played T Higgins for $300 more than Brandon Cooks, which is what a lot of people did. Just played the Jaguars defense. Yeah. And Juwan. And I don't know. Yeah, I would have had to get off. I know. It's okay. It's okay. You 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 played Matt Collins. You win. I'm just so <laughs> tilted. You made money with Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is not a bad. Like you know, he's my play. Like the, I make those plays. Seventeen weeks. Yeah, out he's of the, the new. He's the new Robert Woods. Sammy, well, what's I got uh, off what's... Robert Woods before I got. I got off the Robert Woods thing before he fell. I was on Cooper way before. Do you know? Do you know that this is this is an insane stat? Doesn't even sound real. Robert Woods was the wide receiver 12 last year before he tore his ACL. No way. That's that's crazy. That's, that's real. How many games in? Like three? Must no, like, like eight. Holy shit. No, 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 no. no. I can't be Rob, right. Robert Woods last season played in nine games. He had five touchdowns, 602 yards, and 45 receptions. My God. What if Allen Robinson was still good? Dude, Al, I, I did, I did want to, I did want to bring this up. Allen Robinson looks about as cooked as a Christmas turkey, dude. I'm her Christmas goose. I mean, he is <laughs> so bad. Oh, Ben Skoronek is out. Brandon Powell outgained him in this game against the Cardinals today. He actually was fairly close to scoring a touchdown. He was wide open on like a mesh play, and he's like running toward the end zone. And Jalen Thompson just folds him at the one yard line like just stops him and and puts him in the trash compactor and we never heard from him again (laughs) unbelievable i mean uh, two for 32 yeah uh so uh i did you know i i I play the three max 150 power sweep Uh, i got i got two caches in that for the second consecutive week which kind of like saved my bacon nothing great but one of my uh one of my teams is actually not that contrarian. Um, I did a Josh Allen to Gabe Davis stack uh, with Jalen Waddle bringing what was, it back. I didn't play any of them in tournaments. What was Gabe Davis owned? Uh, great question. I don't know. <laughs> in the red zone, he was like 10%. I mean, it was great. It was exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah, it, it, if, if only it was uh, Isaiah McKenzie instead, be rich. but uh, Or Singletary. Singletary was literally 0.8% owned. Yeah, I, I had Singletary in the other, not this lineup. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys, but he was in my other lineup to cash in this in this tournament. Um, but I didn't use him as part of the stack, unfortunately. So I had Allen, Gabe Davis, and Waddle bringing it back. I used Ramondre in this lineup. Uh, I just, I think I was probably thinking the same thing as you, Davis, where Ramondre's usage has been really good, but he really didn't produce that much. La- uh, His last usage week. has been so good, and it was yeah. like. Everyone was just looking. No one wanted to spend on CMC or JT or or, or Kamara, whatever, this week. Um, everyone wanted to play the high-priced wide receivers, but it was like we also didn't want to play Montgomery or Pierce or Josh Jacobs. So it was like you just had to find somebody down there. Yeah. Um, Pierce actually acquitted yeah, himself he, pretty he nice. Yeah, he did. He had a great game. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so what I did at my last wide receiver st- spot is instead of playing Diggs, who was going to be chalky, I got up to Devonte Adams, uh, Devonte Adams. And, you know, he, he got a touchdown, but he had kind of a shite game. Like he was, he was, you know, because the true alpha Mac Hollins took all of his shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so Devonte Adams was less than 10% owned, you know, without, uh, 
without Renfro in there, I just thought he was in a, in a tremendous spot to like, if he just goes back to like doing what he did in week one um, and has usage like that after he burned everybody's ass last week in cash, you know, that's going to be awesome. And, you know, he got 10 targets, but it just didn't come to fruition. And then the rest of the lineup was, was uh, Juwan Johnson, who was 9% Romeo Dobbs. I just played him everywhere. He was less than 9%. I played I played him on every team. Yeah, I just I just played Dobbs everywhere too. I, I was really big on Dobbs and I had Adams everywhere in tournaments and that kind of that kind of bit me, but fortunately like the the lineup did well enough with Ramondre's 20 and Dobbs's 21 to uh to, to Why why to, are we not just yeah. playing Lamar every week? I mean, I mean the guy Lamar thing. Two weeks in a row, 100 plus yards rushing, he leads the NFL in passing touchdowns. Like it's like it's like Lamar is like just like He's doing his college stats, but in the NFL now. Well, and I, it I, doesn't I, feel unsustainable. It's not like and it's not like in any way. Uh-uh. It's like we can expect that next week. Yeah. Well, I should have definitely used uh, the Lamar overs in my prize picks parlays instead of uh, Desmond King tackle unders for sure. The uh, the Bills. Yeah, Sammy, that one hit me. <laughs> the Bills and the Ravens play next week on the main slate. Oh my God. So we're gonna get Diggs and Davis and Bateman and Duvernay and Mark Andrews and Josh Allen and Lamar. Yo, let me let me let me just tell you, like closet and and not that this will go under like looked next week, but like closet, the Ravens pass defense is egregious. It's horrible. It's so like they get roasted. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but in week 16 last year, Joe Burrow put up 525 and four touchdowns against them. It's like the it's, fourth most. It's because it's because they they everyone they just dies. They just die. It's like their defensive backs just like it's like final destination with these defense backs. It's like every week someone tears their ACL and the running backs same thing. It's like Baltimore Ravens running backs and cornerbacks are just dust. Yeah, but but he also like I I think Burrow also put up 400 yards against them earlier that year and then. God, who did they play last week? Like somebody, somebody pushed their bunguses in last week too. Oh, Tua. Yeah, Tua, yeah, had Tua six went passing off for touchdowns six. against them. <laughs> so, yo, like I, I just want to play like uh, receivers and quarterbacks against the Ravens. That's like that's a thing I want to start doing consistently. Well, you almost played Nelson Aguilar in cash. Yeah, no, I, I played Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Well, Bourne, Bourne was playing. I I think he ended up doing all right in the end, but in Bourne the first was half, he was Devante playing behind. Parker. Yeah, Devontae, Devontae Parker, Parker had just career high. Yeah. 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 Uh, which I don't know. It's like I, I was thinking, like, was it a miss to not play Devontae Parker? And then I was like, no, this guy was such a Chris Hogan before this game, like playing every single snap and getting like four targets. I mean, it's the yeah. Patriots. Uh, apparently, Juju's apparently went there. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, Nate, listen, dude, listen. I will I will let you dance on our graves over Mac Hollins as you should. You're you're a complete alpha. You deserve your ribeye, you know, all that stuff. But the juju slander needs to stop here. You played now. Brandon yeah. Cooks over him, bro. Like you don't you no points. I, yeah. I award you no points for that decision. Zero, yeah. zero, uh, zero sharp points there. Yeah, you got you gotta take the condoms off and just play Juju Smith Schuster. I mean, he could have just played T. Nate, it's it was easier for him to play T than it was for us. Yeah, I should have played T. I'll take the T L. I'm not gonna take the Juju L. I mean, that's. I mean, T should have had like a billion. He got a he got a touchdown taken away from him, and then he got concussed. Yeah. Well, no, he was back out there. 
The NFL's got to figure this out, dude. Tua and T were like straight concussed on our TVs, and they were both back in the game. Oh, yeah. There was another one, too. I forget who it was. Maybe I should have found a way to get up to T over Brandon Cooks, but that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's it for us boys. We, uh, we got it. We wrapped it up. Nate played Matt Collins. He, uh, he, he escapes by the hair of his chinny chin chin with four points from Brandon cooks and, uh, God. Sammy, we got the blade buddy, but dude, I can't believe my kids are going to have to go to community college because <laughs> I didn't play Matt Collins. Like, what is this? What's going on? Matt Hall. And it, you know, it's like the thing that's going to tilt me even more is that we'll never speak of his name again. He will never be relevant in fantasy football ever again. Yeah, yeah. well, he'll be I will bring it up I'm... to tilt you regularly. Yeah, there, there's going to be like a Gilcast next year where Davis is going to be like, man, who, who is that guy on the Raiders uh, last year who Nate played? You know, Nate, yeah. Nate, Davis won't remember his name, but it'll definitely happen. Yeah. All right, everyone, we're out of here. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week.